Welcome to another episode of Preferred Walk-On, PFF's college football show. I am Max Chadwick, alongside my co-host, Dalton Wasserman. Dalton, you know, we kind of recorded the way-too-early top 25 last week before the national championship game. We thought to ourselves, okay, you know what? We'll watch the national championship game. We'll enjoy that. We'll put out the way-too-early top 25, and we'll take the week off, man. We'll recalibrate, go into the next week, go into the offseason with a fresh mind. Uh, well, Nick Saban had other plans, man, and maybe the biggest story in college football in years and maybe ever has just dropped the greatest coach of all time. Nick Saban, Alabama's head coach is retiring. So Nick Saban now retiring. Now, like I said, the greatest coach of all time, most national championships in college football history with seven of them. He's one of only three coaches to win multiple, to win a national championship at two different schools, uh, joining urban Meyer who did it at uh, Ohio state in Florida. And then pop Warner did it at uh, Pittsburgh and Stanford all the way back in the early 1900s. Nick obviously did it with Alabama and LSU 11 SEC titles also won a Mac championship too. can't forget about that when he's at Toledo uh 292 wins 15th all time and he's a two-time coach of the year as well so when you stack up his resume Dolan I mean this this is the greatest coach in college football history it, it feels weird that we're gonna go into next season without Nick Saban man it almost feels wrong doesn't it but yeah, yeah. no it's it's immediately the biggest story I think it goes from now obviously it's kind of been the year of Michigan, even even now with the suspense of Jim Harbaugh and J.J. McCarthy and everything else that that may happen. Or are they are they good enough to repeat? Are they going to have all the pieces, the head coach to repeat? And now now this just threw everything off. And as far as our rankings go, that's just shot. Now we will have to just do the whole <laughs> yeah. thing at some point. But no, this is this is the biggest story in college football, not only for the legacy. And, and it's really a big historical moment. College football has been around a long time. And this this is as big a day as it gets um, when you especially when it's so so sudden there was whispers yeah. about it but I don't think you ever really think one of like those legendary type guys kind of the same thing we have going with Belichick in New England right now where it's like is this really gonna happen like it doesn't even doesn't feel right right after mm-hmm. all this but no it's it's the biggest story in college football now as far as the legacy left behind the state of the program who might replace them and and just you're right it's gonna it's gonna feel weird walking like watching an Alabama game and not seeing Nick Saban walking the sidelines it, it is gonna feel wrong man and yeah it, it's always you know when you have a 72 year 72 year old head coach you're always thinking to yourself okay obviously like it's not gonna last for for too much longer but we heard rumblings of this of that hey, hey you think about retiring but I always thought and we heard these rumblings before uh, during the season I always thought, okay, if he wins the national championship, maybe he'll hang it up. I did not think after that Michigan game, especially with the talent he's got coming back, we ranked Alabama number two in our way too early top 25. They were certainly a national championship contender heading into next year. I thought he'd come back and, and give it another go and, and try to go out on top with winning his eighth national title. I did not think it would happen uh, after this one, but obviously kudos to him, man. I mean, like I said, he's the, he's the greatest coach ever. The impact, not even on the gridiron that he had on college football and in Tuscaloosa, is unbelievable, man. I mean, that guy is the most powerful man in Alabama, period. Not even the governor, not even anything else. It's Nick Saban. He is the most powerful man in Alabama. Maybe the most powerful man in the South, honestly, man. But Nick Saban, the GOAT, uh, it feels weird. I know we're not an NFL show, man, but we, Pete Carroll uh, is no longer the Seahawks head coach. He's also a Hall of Fame head coach. Uh, Bill Pelichick, you just mentioned, most likely not going to be the Patriots head coach any longer. Maybe he'll stick around in the NFL and go for that uh, Don Shula's wins record. It just feels weird that we're most likely not going to see Nick Saban or definitely not going to see Nick Saban roaming the Alabama sidelines. We're not going to see Pete Carroll roaming the Seahawks sidelines. And we're not going to see uh, Bill Belichick most likely roaming New England sidelines either. It feels very, very weird to be having all of these great coaches that we've grown up watching uh, not be with those teams anymore, basically. 
Yeah, and, I, and honestly, what there's been even quieter rumors about Mike Tomlin lately too, and that's you know, that's been 17 years with the Steelers. Also, I mean, it's it's you see even the coaching profession it's just it's getting younger and younger. It's it's everybody trying to find the next innovation, and I don't think that's going to be any different now. I think Alabama is going to look for somebody with substantial experience. It's mm-hmm. not going to be some. It's not going to be some some 33 year old guy who's got a really good offense it's, it's going to be an established leader somebody who's accomplished a lot this is something especially with as competitive now as the sec is with texas and oklahoma coming in with Ole miss building up with georgia you know we still have georgia ranked number one going into next year um it's is it's a very I, alabama's in a precarious position position because if they don't for some reason get this right you can fall behind in the sec really really quickly you absolutely can. And I mean, Alabama fell behind before they got Nick Saban. So, I mean, yeah, it is definitely possible. But let's talk about how good of a job Alabama is uh, right now. How good do you think this job is? And how enticing do you think this job is for basically every other coach in college football? Because you have to basically name almost every other coach. Because I think I still think Alabama is one of the elite jobs in the sport. I, I think it's still, I think it's the elite job in the sport. Actually, I think it's the one job this offseason that could be considered even better than the Michigan job. The talent they can bring in, the mm-hmm. amount of support they have. You have a 100,000 seat stadium that's full every week. You've got the legacy, the Alabama legacy. Now, there's a ton of pressure that comes with winning there, no question. You, you have to be able to handle that. The standard, first of all, losing two games in any given season is a failure, mm-hmm. right? But which is why, which is why the pick at the top is going to be the, biggest part of like hey can you just handle the pressure of being here right um it's but it's as good a job as there is in college football it's 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 Alabama it's and it's really it's the fact that in the last 15 years Saban has turned it into that because you mentioned before he got there there was a handful of years where it wasn't like that Mm -hmm. and I think for for the better part of college football history it has been and that standard that standard is still what's going to keep talent coming in there it's just got to be continued um continued properly going forward yeah, absolutely. I mean, you look at the the two greatest coaches, maybe in, in college football history, Nick Saban and Bear Bryant. Nick Saban has seven national championships. Bear Bryant has six. They both were Alabama head coaches for for most of that time. So, uh, yeah, it is definitely one of. The, I think it's a top, at least a top three job in the sport. You could argue it up uh, even higher than that. I think, but in terms of resources, the prestige you just mentioned, he's got as well. The finances, the fertile recruiting grounds, man. I mean, Alabama. Under Nick Saban, I, I think the biggest reason why they've been so successful, they dominate recruiting, dominate. They always get all the best players, and they obviously coach them up very well as well, but they dominate recruiting, and and you can do that in the South. Like, you could really just kind of stay in the South and get players just from the South, and you still are going to be one of the top teams in the country because of how good uh, the South is at high school football. So uh, that's another thing that you got going for you, too. So you got the money, you got the resources, you got the prestige, um, and you got the recruiting grounds to really, really excel. And, I mean, over the last decade and plus, probably, Alabama has put more players into the NFL than any other school in the country. Now, of course, it has a lot to do with Nick Saban and how great his staff has done, but it just shows as well just how – you know, not easy, but you can get top talent to come in there. And if you get top talent to come in there, man, that's kind of half the battle uh, in college football. So Alabama is certainly good. The only thing I want to say, though, about this job, that it maybe uh, would make any other coach in the country kind of pause a second before, you know, signing the dotted line. You're replacing Nick Saban. You're the first guy to replace Nick Saban. That is the hardest job probably in college football history is to replace the greatest college football coach of all time. So if you're not immediately competing for national titles and winning national titles, that pressure is going to be on you quick. And there's a great quote I saw from someone a couple of years ago when talking about the best jobs in college football. And they say the best job in college football is to replace the guy who replaced Nick Saban. 
the worst job in college football is to replace Nick Saban. So uh, I don't know. I, I Certainly if I'm a coach and I'm looking at this right now, I would love all the potential that comes with the job. And obviously look, we just mentioned all the resources you have there. But I'm also a little hesitant to say, oh, man, I, I, I'm i the guy who's replacing the greatest of all time. Like, imagine imagine being the shooting guard for the Chicago Bulls after Michael Jordan is gone. Like, I, I, that's something that kind of scares me a little bit. But uh, it'll be interesting to see what kind of names are, are, are uh, attracted to this job now. I think there's, there's two things that, that come to mind for me when, when it comes to the next guy. One um, is it, just going to be substantial, high, high-level experience. And two, I, I, I think connections even to Saban and to Alabama as like loosely trying to continue that legacy is, is mm-hmm. really, I don't want to say it's going to be a requirement, but it's going to be close. And now we'll, we'll hear, you know, guys like Dan Lanning and Kalen DeBoer come up with this, but, but I, I think about guys who have Alabama connections. I, I think, you know, for years I've actually thought Lane Kiffin was biding his time until he could get yep. that job. That's possible. I, I don't think Steve Sarkeesian would be off the table. Um, I think a guy who might be it might have timed out really well for him, considering his team just kind of had a below their standard year. Keep in mind, Dabo Sweeney played yep. at Alabama. I, I, mm-hmm. I think that's that's another one. It, it fits both. Right. He's an Alabama guy he played there and he's got he's won multiple national championships also. So I, I think Dabo would be a pretty smooth transition. We saw this past season where it's kind of, you know, at Clemson. I don't know if it's getting stale yet, but there's been kind of hints at it. You know, the one thing with Dabo is is the big complaint is he's not really used the transfer portal as much as he should. Now, would he come to Bama and suddenly do that? I don't know. But I, I think about guys like that, you know, I you know, Jimbo Fisher is a former Saban guy, although the way it ended at AM, that's probably a little lower on the list. But they, they could go two ways about it. Or they could just go they could go and see, you know, they wanted they wanted Ryan Grubb as their OC last year. Maybe they go and find a way to get DeBoer and Grubb from Washington and bring them over to Bama. Um yeah, some it's going to be somebody with some sort of, I think, connection to it. They're not going to go in just some completely different direction. I mean, I, I think haven't we heard whispers before that even Kirby Smart would think about it? I don't know. Yeah, that he would I, I, I don't think he, I don't would. Know that he would jump ship the way it is and the way he has it at Georgia now. But I think there was talk about that in the past. It's, it's going to be somebody with connections like like it wouldn't be to me somebody like, let's say, like Brian Kelly. Or no. like, or Jim Harbaugh wouldn't leave Michigan and go to Alabama, right? <laughs> like that's not. It, I I think I think a previous connection to the program to kind of keep things sort of similar to how they were um, might be might be. I don't want to say a requirement, but I think it would help a lot. Um, something, man, something about Debo Sweeney, just that like. I know it's kind of electric, but I feel like it would be the right time for him to do something like that, don't you? But I, I think it's the right time for him. I don't know if it's the right time for Alabama. I, I'd be scared of Dabo. I, I, because I, how against? I, I know Clemson's made strides in NIL before, but like that's so important now. I don't know if I want to hire a guy who has been so vocal against NIL and has not used the transfer portal. That I'm scared. I, I, if I'm Alabama, I, I think I can attract other coaches that I'd want more than Dabo Sweeney. I, I think he's definitely got to keep an eye out for sure. Cause like five years ago, uh, after he was winning national titles with Trevor Lawrence, we would have said, Hey, when Nick retires, it's going to be Dabo like that, that, that was the guy. I just don't know if he's the guy anymore with, with how it's gone recently. Um, the two you brought up. Uh, so Kirby, Kirby and Sarkeesian are interesting. Um, Kirby, I, I, I don't think is, is even remotely a possibility because Kirby, one, you can make an argument, Georgia might be the best job in the country. I, I know Brad Crawford, who does a great job for 24-7, ranked the top jobs in the country uh, in August. He put Georgia number one. Um, 
and also Kirby went to Georgia too. So it's an alum there. I, I think he's there for the for foreseeable future. I don't think I think he's kind of going to retire there, honestly. Um, but the other one is Sarkeesian. Now he was Alabama's offensive coordinator, Nick Saban. So he's got that connection. But the thing that I am kind of iffy on is I think you can make an argument that Texas is just as good of a job as Alabama, if not even slightly better. I mean, Texas, in terms of the pockets they have there and in, in, uh, in Austin, is ridiculous. Probably the deepest in the country. Um, and, you know, Steve Sarkeesian just got some pressure off his shoulders by leading Texas to a Big 12 title and college football playoff berth. The pre- we just mentioned it. The pressure you get, man, when you're replacing Nick Saban, I don't know. I, I, it's almost like a – now I want to say it is kind of a lateral move for Steve Sarkeesian to go from Texas to Alabama – I just don't know if it's worth it to do it when you just got the pressure off your shoulders uh, and now you want to go replace Nick Saban. I just, I don't know if, if Sark, I've heard that name by a lot of reporters. I just don't know if that's a job. If I'm Sarkeesian, I don't think I'd be interested uh, personally in the Alabama job. I think I'd stick where I am at Texas. I, yeah, it's, it's hard. It's, it's, this is going to be a fun search and I don't, I don't know that it's going to be a quick search either. And, and again, I've, I, again, I've, I've thought for a long time that Lane Kiffin was angling for a job, but we've been talking lately about, just how much talent he's bringing in yeah. Ole Miss. I go, why not, you know, why not take that same talent and just take over, right, at Ole Miss? I mean, that's a weird one. It's 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 those arguments that make me wonder then, because, I mean, Texas program is in a really good state right now. Ole yeah. Miss's program is on the rise. Georgia's spectacular. Like, it, it makes me think, and Dabo, like you said, that's the problem, is Dabo going to, like, adjust it and get into modern times? It, it does make – that's the part that makes me wonder – if they go kind of sideways a little bit and just, and go get a Kalen DeBoer, mm-hmm. right. And just go, you know what? They had their run with boatloads of NFL talent. They wanted Ryan Grubb in that offense last year. Could they just pivot and just go ahead? And, and I know DeBoer's got no Alabama ties, mm-hmm. but clearly, I mean, the guy, what is he now? One, 104 and 12 as a yeah. head coach. I mean, yeah. it's hard. It's hard to argue with that. And, and, and to bring that level, just that modern offense, into Alabama and and have a coach who's always had success. I mean, maybe they do go that route. Um, it's it's hard, you know. I I think this is I don't this is not going to be something that's solved within the next three or four days or within the next week. Oh, this no. is going to be they they absolutely have to get this right. It, you know, especially with as loaded now as the SEC is with Texas and Oklahoma coming in. Um, I I, I think you're going to see. No, nothing short of 10, 12, maybe even 15 names that come up that come up for this. And all of them probably make sense to some degree. But which one to them makes the most sense is going to be a hard pick. The one thing I love about college football, uh, the people on Reddit and on Twitter, too, who track the flights, like the private jet planes from going from Tuscaloosa Airport to wherever. I'm excited to see if there's like a Eugene to Tuscaloosa, like stuff like that, because those reporting are always so funny. Uh, I think. The favorite, and I've seen some betting odds already come up for this, which is crazy, but I think the favorite for this job right now is Dan Lanning. And I, I think this is the guy that when we talked about Nick Saban potentially retiring, I think we did it off air. I, I brought him up as I think he's the next guy. I think he's, he's the one that's kind of biding his time. Uh, obviously, he was Kirby Smart's defensive coordinator. Kirby, obviously, was Nick's defensive coordinator. Um, Dan has obviously done a tremendous job at Oregon uh, already um, in, in his two years there. I think he's the guy, obviously he's got connections to the South with, with being Georgia's former defensive coordinator. He's the guy that I'm circling right now as I think he's the favorite for this job. And I think that would appease most Crimson Tide fans is if they hired Dan Lanning. And I think right now I would say he's the favorite. I, I haven't heard Lane Kiffin enough. I think Lane Kiffin will be a great hire as well. Um, 
but it I is think there was there was a time I think there was a time when Kiffin was really like he like even especially like when he was at Florida Atlantic right like I, I think he took that job kind of wait now let me see how long before it is that Saban retires and then the Ole Miss job the flights thing is fun too with him when he took that job because it was yep. all like when he's interviewing with Arkansas and then he's yep. going back to Oxford <laughs> and doing all that that was like the most fun one ever but they're, they're, but the only thing with him now is he's built this thing so well at Ole Miss that he's probably less tempted to do that now. Yeah, um, there was definitely there was no question. There was to me like a three or four year window when he was waiting for this moment and it just never came. I wonder if he's still I think he still might. I know the team he's got, man, but I mean, he might be thinking, listen, I, I built this. Team. This We're all in on 2024. Thing about Alabama is you're all in every year. Like this is the kind of team they bring back every single year. It's not like it's a one shot deal. It is. It feels like for Ole Miss right now. Um, so I wonder if he's almost thinking, hey, like, this is the job I'm waiting for. Uh, if he gets offered, if I'm Lane Kiffin, I'm taking the Alabama job. Honestly, if I get offered that job, I'm taking it. Um, some other names that uh, Pete Thamel from ESPN brought out there that I wanted to throw out there. So DeBoer, I think, would be tremendous. I think DeBoer would be a great hire. I would love that as well. Um, Nor- Mike Norvell was another one that Pete Thamel uh, posted. I, I wouldn't hate that either. Uh, he <laughs> he brought up James Franklin. I don't – that would be insane. I don't think that would be uh, a hire that, that Alabama fans would be very happy about. I don't think that would happen. Uh, Marcus Freeman, Notre Dame's head coach, that to me still feels a little soon for something like that. Um, and then a couple of names I wanted to bring up too. Uh, Mike Vrabel. What about Mike Vrabel, man? He's got connections with Bill Belichick. Maybe if they go that route. I don't think that's a – that is to me as a way out there one but I, I mean that'd be a, a pretty crazy one too if they brought him in that's that's out there that one's out there i i think i i have a hard time believing it's going to be any nfl head coach yeah. i i just don't i that's that's such a big transition and to and to reach up and take a guy who's been in the nfl and bring him now into, into just everything that's going on in college football now i mean you mentioned before even even the money the money talk used to be about well just how much are you paying the guy well now it's so much about money with like you know how much are you paying me? How much are you paying my assistants? How much are you paying the players? Let's mm-hmm. be real. That's what it is. How much are you paying the players? How many guys are we getting in the portal? How many, what are recruiting? There's so many different directions. Like a guy who's never had a program like that. And Mike Rabel, that would be a massive, I think any NFL coach would be a massive risk, even to bring back. Let's just say it's not going to happen. They're going to want somebody younger, but let's just say like they were thinking about a Pete Carroll, like mm-hmm. college football is way, it's not even the same sport almost as it was the last time yeah. Pete Carroll when he was at USC. So I, I don't, I would highly, highly doubt that they would bring somebody in from the NFL directly into what's essentially the top spot in college football. I don't, I don't see that happening. Oh, well, they did it for uh, Nick Saban, Nick Saban, Dolphins to Dolphins to Alabama. Maybe they do it. <laughs> yeah, but like, <laughs> uh, right. I, I don't think it's I don't think it's yeah, happening. Man. I've heard the name Mike Vrabel. I just wanted to throw out there. I don't think that's happening. He has a Belichick connection. I know Belichick and Nick Saban are great friends, uh, but I don't. I don't. Again, I don't see. I, I think Vrabel more likely is taking the Patriots job if Belichick uh, is ultimately gone. But um, and then the last one I will bring up. This is again. This one is not happening. But I just wanted to bring it up just to get your reaction. Uh, Urban Meyer. What about that? You think Urban Meyer go? The other guy who won uh, two, obviously Pop Warner, obviously is not available to coach I, Alabama I right think, now. I, I think Urban Meyer is happily <laughs> retired. Yeah, I think so. 
that would be that would be hilarious. Him, him and I, I don't think you know, just another random name that pops up, but I don't think I don't think he's coming back on the sidelines either. There's been rumors other places about Dan Mullen, but I don't think that's going to happen either. He almost did his Q's, man. Very close to signing the dotted line of Q's. That would be great. I love Fran Brown. Honestly, Fran Brown's killing it right now, but uh, that would have been cool too. All right, so uh, what ultimately – who ultimately do you think is going to get this job for Alabama? Who do you, do you ultimately think they're going to sign to uh, replace Nick Saban? Uh, you make a good case on landing. Um, hmm. I'm I'm gonna say I'm actually I'm gonna I'm gonna say DeBoer. I love it. Maybe they go off the wall a bit and just go. You know what? We don't necessarily need a Bama connection. It, I I think the more the more you talk with Lanning, and I think DeBoer DeBoer is blazing hot right now with what he's just done the last two years. I, I I'll I'll say they get DeBoer and Grubb in the whole package and they try to build that thing offensively. Uh, dude, I know DeBoer loves Washington, but he would be jumping at that because of how much they, I mean we put him what 15 I think in our ranking going into next year like yeah. there's a chance Washington falls off a, a, a little bit uh, not, not only a little bit, a good bit next year maybe they go eight and four or something like that so if I'm DeBoer I'm thinking okay I just lost basically all the top talent for my team it's not like we recruit at a high level either uh I, I find him I'm thinking okay let's 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 you know try to parlay this into uh the Alabama job I think that that would for him I think he would absolutely jump at that uh, landing is gonna be interesting. Landing, I, I know his contract's kind of coming up too. Maybe Phil Knight. Obviously, Oregon's got that Nike money. Maybe Phil Knight ponies up and you know backs up the Brinks truck and and keeps him there. But I, I, I'm going with Dan Landing right now. But I think DeBoer, Lane Kiffin. I think those are other two guys that I would really love for that job right now. Uh, all right. So real quick before we leave, too, what if they get a hire that maybe is just not that uh, great? Honestly, do you think there's a chance? I mean, Alabama's roster, top to bottom, like we mentioned in our in our ranking show, one of the best in college football. Like, do can we see this roster get poached and all of a sudden transfer portal gets absolutely wild with some of these guys? Yeah, this is different than other situations we've seen, right? Where where a coach leaves and like everybody follows him. I think about like what happens at James Madison, or um, there was another one where coach had a lot of players following him i can't think of it right now like michigan mm. state has some guys right from oregon yeah. state this is this is different because it's not it's not nick saban going somewhere or taking another job we've seen plenty of guys follow this is now a bunch of guys who have they're in limbo man yeah. i mean i even i even think about like a jalen milrow right like what if there's a Kale coach comes in? yeah what, what if what if a coach comes in and they kind of feel the way bill o'brien does and they, they don't really they're not really about jalen milrow right like all of a sudden yeah. all of a sudden on two fronts one then Alabama would have to find themselves a quarterback. And two, mm-hmm. Jalen Milrow is a free agent. So, I mean, and he could go he could go anywhere and turn – I mean, he could turn anywhere around, honestly. Yeah. You talk about I, – I don't – I can't even think of, like, it, USC. Let's say Jalen Milrow went to, went oh to USC. God, I don't know, something, might, something yeah. like that, right? I think this for, – for all the players, the way things work now and for the coaching staff, no, there's – I mean, it's, it's going to be – it's now – it's the biggest story because I think – like at Michigan, even if Harbaugh leaves, right? Yeah, you got Sharon feel, Moore. Yeah, it feels like you could either just make Sharon Moore the head coach, or kind of get somebody and like keep. The, it feels more stable, doesn't it? Like a yeah. lot of those big, like a lot of those big name guys, especially on defense, are going to stay. I think at Alabama, when you go to Alabama, honestly, there's tradition, there's all that stuff. But for the last 15 years, why do you go? Because Nick Saban wants you. Right, right. I mean, he takes helicopters out to high school fields, and <laughs> yeah. he does, and he does all this stuff for you, and. And and it's and he's the greatest coach ever, right? This is still a, just a top five talented Bama team. But if that if they start feeling like maybe this isn't where we want to be, or if a new coach comes in and says, "You're not my guys," even though they're Saban's guys, and you would well, he knows what he's doing. 
there's there's a lot there's like it it's Alabama so obviously they'll still be good but to like they're they're you're we're sitting here thinking about there's a chance that they just might not be on the throne anymore and it's weird it's it's obviously it's it's weird and and I I think about too just how quickly that could happen because the SEC is just more loaded than ever like this this could if they if they go in next year and they're just immediately an eight and four type of football team. God, this man. is it's, oh, it's going to be it, it fall apart the seams basically. Yeah, yeah. it's it's yeah. bad it, and it can happen fast. It can, yeah. especially especially if a bunch of talent were to walk out the door, it could happen really fast. Real quick, wasn't am I wrong in thinking? Just as I'm going with the conspiracy you mentioned about, you don't think Sarkeesian is likely. Am I wrong in thinking? Wasn't Arch Manning's commitment at the end of it down to texas and bama oh, man. just 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 a conspiracy uh, level. Like, i know because, georgia i think bama was in it i know georgia was in it uh um, I, thought, I thought texas and bama and maybe Ole miss because we're like because the last, of, yeah, yeah. We're, we're like the last three yeah he, i do remember georgia much... georgia came down to the end though for him i can't remember who else was can you imagine, can you imagine if I ever turned around just sark and manning take over for saban i mean it was too could just be like hey, i'm going to, i'm going to alabama like that would well, be if, unreal if too. sark leaves if sark leaves we could see yours go to the nfl yeah he could he could i yeah again i don't I, I think sark if i'm sark i i would not be interested just because the job i think is just as good and too like you're not the pressure's on you but yeah, it's gonna be interesting man you got Jalen moreau who's we're going to do our quarterback rankings in a couple months, maybe or so he's going to be probably two or three, maybe in our quarterback rankings behind Carson Beck. Top five, top five, easy, easy. So, I mean, you can see him, uh, Caleb Downs, you can see, I mean, and also like they lose a lot of talent for sure, but like Alabama has always got five-star top 10 recruits waiting in the wings that you could see enter the transfer portal. All of a sudden those guys are huge names too. So uh, yeah, that could be huge. And I, I don't know if you saw a tweet, Marlon Humphrey, tweeted out after the Nick Saban news. He goes, man, if Nick Saban retired when I was there, I would immediately enter the transfer portal. So uh, I wonder if there's a lot of Alabama players right now. They're kind of thinking, I don't care who we get, man. I came here for Nick Saban now that he's not here. And again, it's not like he's going from uh, Alabama to Texas. And then all of a sudden, if he went from like to a different school, then you'd see a mass exodus of Alabama players to whatever school he went to. He's just retiring. He's just done now. So um, it's going to be interesting to see what Alabama players do. I think they're, like I said, they're in limbo. And I, I believe the transfer portal for them, for them only, opens up for 40 days. Because once your coach leaves, the transfer portal opens up for 40 days for you. So the next 40 days are going to be very interesting uh, as to what a lot of top Alabama players do, man. So it's going to be super interesting. I'm thinking I just had a I just had what's probably at the end of the day a really stupid thought. Is there any is there any non-zero chance it's Deion Sanders? Oh my god, stop. Can you is, I'm, I'm, I'm just I just thought of it because you were talking about portal and bringing guys oh and doing all this and I'm like, wait a minute. Well that's... he's got he's got the uh Nick Saban connection with the Aflac commercials. So see that <laughs> see that maybe it's, maybe behind maybe the scenes in the commercial shoots they're talking. Nick Saban's like, hey, I'm I'm hanging it up. Is, you want to take there, it out? Is there, be... even, is there even like a 1% chance that that's no. possible? They wouldn't dare hire a coach. I know he's Dion, no. he's prime and all. They wouldn't dare hire a coach who just won four games. No, 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 no. Absolutely not. Okay. Yeah, that, that, one, that one, that one, I've heard that as a I joke. Think it, had to, it had to be said once, I think. That might have been the... I, I, I won't go back to it. But would that, be, would that be the funniest hire they can make out of all of this? Honestly, maybe Urban Meyer. It'd be the most entertaining one. I think Urban Meyer or, or Deion Sanders would be just the most hilarious ones. Maybe, or how about Bill Belichick? What if Bill Belichick just goes, "Hey, what if I'm I'm going to come back to the, I'm going to go down to the college Bill, ranks"? Bill Bill would never. 
he would he would no <laughs> that would be incredible nick saban goes to defensive coordinator to be built with bill just like he did in the nfl with them that'll be oh my god be with the browns i think he did that right yeah um yep. that was oh that'd be incredible but obviously we're joking around now but man hats off to nick saban man he is truly the, the greatest coach in college football history so kudos to him hope he re- enjoys his retirement he's an absolute legend of the sport he's a guy that we'll be talking about for generations to come so nick saban congrats to him and now we just brought up a ton of names, man. The, the biggest job opening in college football in a long time, a long, long time, maybe ever is open right now. And I cannot wait to see which coach dares to replace Nick Saban, which coach has the audacity to be the guy to try to replace the greatest coach of all time. We are very excited about that. We'll obviously cover way more in detail once they actually make a hire or maybe even cover more once we hear the names that they are interviewing. But uh, it's going to be really interesting to see what happens with the Alabama Crimson Tide now that Nick Saban, the greatest coach of all time, is hanging it up for good. But for Dalton Wasman, for producer Eli, I'm Max Shadwick, and we'll see you guys next time.